Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Triple Clowns, our weekly show. Well, we try to do it weekly, but it's our recap show, and we do a lot of fun things. This week, we are going to be having a very special guest who's going to be calling in. You guys might know him. It's Satan. He's coming back today. We're also going to give our uh, five derby top choices. I mean, let's look. This is a big week for Satan. His shoes drop this week. His Nike shoes drop this week. And only 666 people will get the opportunity to buy said shoes. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy with how busy Satan is. That we got him on this week. Uh, yeah, it's a big I think deal. he's probably doing a little Jeez, tour plugging you know. stuff right now. I mean, yeah. Know, <laughs> we're, we're a part of his press tour. He, he canceled our poker game this weekend. I don't even know. He's probably busy. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's yeah. Probably, he's probably busy. But we're going to do that. And of course, it's me, the OG Randall Johnson, oh, the beautiful Mrs. Big News, Sarah Marie, and the truck stop burrito. Also beautiful. Awesome. A hero in his own mind. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get right into it. Let's go through the news, Mrs. Big News. All right, we got, let's start off the first piece of news. Wequist is off the Kentucky Oaks Trail. She had congestion in her lungs, and they're looking to treat that. They're thinking maybe the acorn, but nothing definitive has been said. But she is off the Kentucky Oaks Trail. She has on COVID, right? Mm, I don't know. We're still waiting on her COVID test to come back. Okay. Yeah. Mask on this race, mask on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But let's go in. We had a big weekend of racing and we're going to go overseas to Dubai where we had quite the card. Obviously the Dubai World Cup, the $12 million Dubai World Cup. But let's start off with the Dubai Shima Classic where Mishrif took that race. What a horse. I think that horse is just a monster, really. <clears throat> After watching that horse win and, and how he or how he really closed in that race. Oof. Well, and he grabbed Charlatan at the wire, mm-hmm. and then he grabs it with, with much different distances. It's like this horse just knows turning gear on, and I'll see you yeah. guys later. And dropping back, and like I said, that was a weird race because it was a mile and a half, and it ran a mile and a sixteenth before that, I believe. And then a mile eighth was the other race, so it's really weird. It's not like oh, the mile and eighth was too much. Obviously, I guess they just—I don't know. Like I, I don't... just think this horse they needed to prove it didn't matter the the surface. And doesn't matter the distance. That horse is looking at like a possible like horse of the year in the world. I mean, number one horse in yep. the world uh, at this point. I mean, wow, impressive right now. And yep. I, anybody out there, let us know. Do you think Mischief would be the next horse we're going to talk about? Yeah. In that race. Let's move on to the twelve million dollar Dubai World Cup, where Mystic Guide won by three and three quarter lengths. Sleepy eyes type chore wizard continues to come on then Magnicore. Jesus's team are down the outside, but Mystic Guide races away in the cup inside the 200 meters mark. Gets away by three. Chua Wizard hypothetical salute for soldier Magnicore, but it's going to be a Godolphin win, a Godolphin USA win. Mystic Guide charges away and takes the Dubai World Cup. Mystic Guide wins easily. That was a that was an 
an incredible race to watch. It was Mystic Guy, Chua Wizard, and Magni Course for your top three horses. Well, okay. I'm a little upset that um, Mischief, um, the Sonic Hill winner, didn't get an opportunity to be in here because he won earlier that day, and then now all of a sudden, it yeah, man, it would have been great to see him in this race. What do you but, mean? You wanted to run both times, both races? Back to back? No, 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 not not, not <laughs> earlier race, but the Dubai World Cup and the Saudi Cup. Oh, you wanted to see him? He had the opportunity. See him and that was, yeah, uh, see that, that obviously he came out here on race day. It would have been amazing to see, but. Obviously, a lot of great horses in there. And Mystic Guide, I believe I called. I have a problem with that race. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why. If you watch (laughs) that race, first of all, Mystic Guide was acting up, going in big time. Kicking, going crazy. And oddly enough, got this crazy benefit of a horse breaking through the gate and then this 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 i don't even know this where this guy riding the horse could grab the reins which was scary and didn't and just threw his hands up like this dude's a douche like i don't know what he was doing he did it twice like grab the grab grab the reins dude like the horse is gonna get hurt like i, I don't know what the job is there but i mean when that horse was running and watching that the front foot could go into that was scary um i, I don't know that much like maybe somebody will tell me but it looked like this guy didn't care and he was like, not my job. He's like, that guy. He looked like a, like a state worker. Oh, whoa, 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 not in my job description. <laughs> this guy must be union over there. And uh, he basically, uh, it was weird. And then it gets a break because another horse, what great Scott, you're one of your horses. Yep, he scratched at the he gate. He got nuts before <laughs> the race. Yeah. As well. two, two horses escaped. And yeah. Yeah. And, and before the whole thing. And I do think that Mystic Guy benefited a lot from that because got to, to calm, calm down, down mm-hmm. um, got to be backed out. Um, I think that was benefited a lot from that. I, it was almost like a weird, like, ugh. like I didn't want to see that race run like that. But it was. Mystic Guy ran a really good race. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good win. It was a weird race, though. It really it was, was. It was an odd race, yeah. Um, but let's move on. Let's go to Florida, where we had a big day at Gulfstream Park. We'll start with the Gulfstream Park Oaks. A crazy beautiful wins by two and a quarter length victory, followed by Mille Fouye, Competitive Speed, and Con Lima. <laughs> Crazy Beautiful taking aim and Crazy Beautiful is powered to the front. Back to back Goldstream Park Oaks for trainer Ken McPeak. Crazy Beautiful wins. Milfoy second competitive speed. So Crazy Beautiful is up to 128 points now. Obviously, she's into the Oaks. Uh, Mili Fuile is 40. And then the other two were just getting their points. So yeah, Crazy Beautiful looked very, very good. Um, good trip this time. And definitely yeah. looks like this horse can can definitely be a factor there. I don't know what the odds are on. I don't know Oaks, what the futures are right now. Yeah, but it's uh, got to be up. She's got to be one of the. That was another one. She just came from. She sat in the back, and just slowly made her move, and then just took off in the stretch. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting race to watch. And then let's go. What are you? I was going to say, son. Come Lima. If you watch the race on the heads on, had a lot of trouble. Made the made the lead, but got banged by that too hard like twice out of the gate so mm-hmm. keep an eye on that horse um out there i know when you watch it you might not see the heads on really showed it and the one still made the lead 
I remember I told my father about that. And he's like, well, couldn't they got hit too hard? Doors still went out by like four. I was like, I think this horse would have been up like seven if they get hit that hard. Like yeah. really had to make a trust. Got hit twice if you watch the race. So keep an eye on that horse. And that horse could be alive still. Because Well, I hit. mean, look, I am 100%. I love the Philly class. Um, I love the Oaks. Obviously, at this point in time, everyone knows it's kind of my favorite race to watch. Crazy beautiful. The only losses are the whole body Meister and Vikas. Simply ravishing. Now, where are those horses right now? I mean, this horse is running great um, after being in the company of all these horses. It does seem like this horse has got something <clears throat> special to offer. You know, yeah. come Oaks time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, def- I definitely agree with that. It's definitely a horse. To- I would be interested to see what that horse's futures are right now. Uh, let's move to the Curlin Florida Derby. Quarters in 112 and 1. Known Agenda is now on to take over the lead. It's Known Agenda and Irad Ortiz Jr. now moving away from Soup and Sandwiches back to second. Then Greatest Honor and Nova Rags, 16th to go. It's Pletcher in the Derby again. It's Known Agenda for St. Elias Stable. We had Known Agenda take the field at two and three quarter length victory. Soup and Sandwich, Greatest Honor. And Nova Rags. So Known Agenda has 102 points now. They got 100 points from winning that race. Uh, Soup and Sandwich and Greatest Honor coming in third, which I knew kind of shocked a lot as that was your favorite. Uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I think what when we talked about it with Eric, I mean, it did, I mean, Greatest Honor did what it does. I mean, it doesn't break, it doesn't break well enough. And that's going to mm-hmm. be a problem. And I think that's going to be a big problem in the Derby. Um, when Eric said that was his horse for the Belmont, it makes total sense. I mean, this horse does, I was thinking run flattened out a little bit coming home. Um, really thought it might have had a shot, yeah. but um, really kind of flattened out a little bit. Uh, Nova Rags burnt out Soup and Sandwich. Soup and Sandwich was most impressive, honestly, in that race, jumping up in class and, and you know, going a distance. Do you and- remember a Soup and Sandwich's post times odds were? Oh God! He went off lower than he fifteen one more line. He went off like eight or nine, okay. I believe, or ten. He went off lower. He was the wise guy play. Mm-hmm. Um, but that horse looked good. And we'll talk about him a little bit. Yeah. All right, and let's go to the last big stakes race of the weekend over at Turfway, the another Kentucky Derby prep, which was the Jeff Ruby Stakes. We're like the king with our guy Jordan Van Dyke. He yeah. won that race. Showing followed, up and winning. Yep. Followed by Sainthood, Hockey Dad, and Hard Rye Guy. And up to the outside, Hard Rye Guy just exchanged bumps with Like the King, but Like the King nonetheless is forging to the front outside the 16th pole. It's Like the King in front. Down on the inside, Hockey Dad still fighting on late on the scene. Sainthood down to the wire. Hockey Dad, Like the King, Like the King was brilliant in the ruby. That was a really interesting race, especially how Drayden had to swing that horse out kind of wide just to get past them there at at the turn and then coming in to win the race. It was quite the win. And, you know. Fun fact, Ruby Steaks is not spelled like the way you said it. It's actually spelled like steaks, like you eat. Like the Mm -hmm. food. Yeah, the food. Steak the meat. So it's the Ruby Steaks (laughs) Steaks. Steak. Steak, steak, steak. Steaks. Steaks, yeah. Ruby steak steaks. <laughs> yeah. So those are our. Like there should be a Shake Shack steaks. <laughs> shake Shack steaks. No. Shake Shack steaks. Shake Shack steaks. Oh yeah, you can't even. Yeah, we can't do it. 
But that is our recap of the steak and shake steak. Oh, the steak and oh steak and shake steak steaks and shake steaks. Steak and shake. Steak and steak. Steak and shake steak. It's a hard one, too. All right. Uh, that would be a good one, though. Well, that was our recap of the big races for this weekend. Now, we're going into April. We're getting close to the Kentucky Derby. We have a couple weekends left of some big races, so keep an eye out. And that is all we have for today's news. All right. Well, interesting. Um, so, I guess we're going to get on to it. We're going to give our picks for the Kentucky Derby. We haven't given these yet. Our top five but before that, we have somebody who wants to give their top five, I believe. And we talked about him before. A uh, big friend of the show. Um, is he, though? You can't say he's I mean, I mean, he I keeps mean, on bugging us. He so. does. Um, so we're finally going to let him on. We're going to let Coming him- off the release of a big sneaker release. Yes. I don't think enough people talk about that. I mean. I already got my pair. It, 666 pairs out there. And yeah. this guy. I got his sneakers on. come out today. <laughs> yeah, I, I I tried them on for them. They're hot. <laughs> oh, oh God, that's a. Please get boom, him. Boom, boom. Please get him on. Boom, boom. Boom. All right, so here he is. Oh, hello, boys, and of course, Sarah. How are you? Fucking Satan. Welcome back. Been a long time, buddy. That guy. I mean... Silence! You want my top five derby selections or not? I mean, I figured you guys are going to ask me by now. I mean, I thought we were friends. Come on, guys. Are we doing this or what? Well, we were actually going to give our top five in a minute, Satan. Perfect. If you don't mind, I'll give mine first so AJ doesn't accuse me of stealing his... And I have no idea why anyone in their right mind would steal his picks. Hey, now, I've come pretty far, you know, learning this stuff. All right. Yeah, anyway. Uh, first, uh, saying, I guess everybody wants to know, uh, besides your big sneaker drop, apparently, with Nike, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, man? Audience. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, 2020, as you all know, was a fantastic year. Just trying to build on that, I guess. Yeah, thanks a lot for that one. Yeah, yeah. trying to forget that one. Fantastic. Did a good job. Awesome. Yeah, Triple Clowns came out of that year. Enough said. (laughs) Big slap in the face there, Satan. What have you guys been up to? Uh, I mean... You guys signed with the company yet? Go on a platform, something like that? <laughs> no, we haven't. I, I think the Triple Clowns might be a little bit, um, uh, let's just say, outside of the box for the for the uh, normal person. <laughs> normal. Well, you are the only show with the Prince of Darkness on. Do you ever possibly think that maybe you guys just, uh, I don't know, suck? Well, it certainly crossed my mind, I guess. Yeah, I, I pretty much think about it every day. I already told you guys you suck. Well, we get it. Yeah, thanks. Wait a second. I thought horse racing is trying to grow an audience, bring people in. <laughs> yeah, that is actually funny. 
All right. If one more person asked the triple clowns to what to do to get more of an audience in the horse racing, need to shut the fuck up. Like I am done with that shit. I mean, listen, you don't try horse racing. You don't care about the people. And guess what? If you did, you know, the people, the people are fucking bored. They're bored with your shit. You know, what, what do you think? I mean, everything is, you know, uh, why don't you be creative? How about that? Get people that are creative and, and get people that are doing good things. You're asking people to be creative. Good one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, all we have is like, you know, and, and, and then instead of that, what do you do? You try to get people on that are like, you're trying to be cool. You know, like it's just, you're trying to appeal to the masses and get the people that have followers or something like that. But there's no substance to it. There's nothing to it. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you stink. You stink like my shoes. And his shoes stink. They Trust do. Me. They do. They're terrible. I barely wear socks. Listen, if you think, but- if you think you're getting these people, I mean, it's like, you guys are like this. Horse racing is like this. It's the people that, you know, they go out and they put up half naked pictures of themselves. Right. And then they give you an opinion on something. And then everybody likes their opinion, mm-hmm. but they actually think it's their opinion and not their ass hanging out. I mean, that's what horse racing is when they do this shit. And listen, the people that do what they do, there's a place for that and they're great at it. We've got a ton of people on there like that. They're awesome at what they do. And the problem with that is, and I'm speaking for them as well, they're handcuffed as well. We know this. We know there's a lot of creative people out there that are on shows and doing things and they're not allowed to. It's like they're afraid to make a move. Yeah. And they need to make a move. So Satan, that's what I have to say to you. There's a lot of creative people out there. I mean, I, I can't even think of any right now. Oh, Todd Shrupp did the really awesome food show about Keeneland that they aired on TVG.com. Absolutely. And look which at is like- incredible. The racing industry, you can make a network off of, a racing themed network with all the creative content that these people have to offer but it's it's like they go like they were like oh we want to be this and they just go the wrong turn like go somewhere in the middle i kind of look at it like this like say you're a grandfather because that's basically what horse racing is mm-hmm. you're a grandfather now you want to be cool because you're a grandfather you know you're not cool because you're, you're a grandpa that's what it is it happens so instead of trying to be like the cool guy that's hanging out in high school still be the cool dad. Have people say, oh, that's right. Oh, I thought it was your father, not your dad. Let's get to the mm-hmm. cool dad stage. Guys, let's do that. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked to so many creative people that are just handcuffed and what they do. And it's a shame. And if, if that's, I mean, I'm just sick of hearing it. Sick of hearing it from people. What do well, we do to do whatever? And then you just go do the opposite, horse racing. Yeah. That's what like, you don't do. Don't come to us for advice when we, you know what we can do and you know what we can produce and then go the opposite and way. And it's not even us. And I'm not even saying just no, us. There's yeah. other people out there that are that are doing this. I mean, if you don't like us, you don't like us. That's fine. I don't fucking blame you, honestly. Um, but seriously, there's other people out there that it's like, it's just the wrong direction. It's the wrong direction. And yeah. it's infuriating to me, Satan, and it makes me fucking mad. Well, and Satan, uh, if you're still on the line after <laughs> all that, um, thanks, buddy, I guess. I don't know. Thank you for coming on and listening to that rant. And uh, I'll rant. see you on Thursday. <laughs> you got Satan and Randy's rant. <laughs>
in the same in the same. Um, but he was still in the line. I I I, I thought. So I decided. To... Yeah, and listen, and if you don't like it, all the people out there, I have two. Suck it. Jump the uh, the gun a little bit there. Too much on that tenure, bub. Listen. But at the end of the day, I, I guys, and we, we have to come to this realization. Satan, you, you can you can listen in on this. Thank and I'm you. telling these guys, the triple crowns are never gonna be what they want us to be. All right, because because we can't. Sometimes mm-hmm. I we wish I wish we could. Mm-hmm. I really do. You? Do. do you? I do. I wish yeah. we could be those people because I think we'd be more marketable. Well, Fuck your marketability, you motherfuckers. <laughs> so Damn. Uh, let's just get on to it. I don't want to go too far into this. Satan, what's your picks? Okay, that, that boy needs Jesus. Ooh, and I don't say that lightly. Ooh-hoo. Okay, well, I do agree with what you're saying, though. Well, uh, Satan agrees, and I'm pretty sure he runs the entire entertainment industry. <laughs> this is true. All right, here's my top five. Number five will be Bezos. Looks good last weekend in his second try. I know he's not going to the Kentucky Derby, what you heard, but I'm still going with him. Bezos, he could win the Kentucky Derby if he was there. All right, number four is my main man, Spielberg. You know, I love Spielberg. He's been running, he's been trying. He's okay with me. And my third horse, number three, is Medina's Spirit. I think this horse has the distance, is kind of peaking at the right time. And you know what? I like anything that's somebody's spirit. That's kind of my thing. My second horse, my number two, is Triple Tap. My number two horse is Triple Tap. I think this horse is going to go into the Santa Anita Derby, win that, and go into the Kentucky Derby. And my number one, and where would I be without a good concert tour? You know how I love a concert tour. And he looks good so far. And I think he's going to win the whole thing. So that's why number one is concert tour. All Baffert wow. horses. Going out on a limb there, Satan. He gets it. Yeah. He's a big Bobby fan. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. I, I, I oh, jeez. Didn't notice that. Wow. Huh. Okay, guys. But by the way, remember when you wished you could be more marketable? <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, everybody. This is the time you've all waited for. This is our top five Kentucky Derby horses this year. And we're going to give him an order, one through five. That is correct. And it's the Kentucky Derby. And AJ, did you know why they call it the Kentucky Derby? I would imagine it's got to be because it's from Kentucky, Rand. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard this one before. That's funny. (laughs) I do love the Kentucky Derby, the suits, the prestige and uh, of course, the hats. Am I right? Yes, I oh, love the hats. The hats are my favorite. Of course, oh, they they're are. so divine. Okay, that's enough from you. Um, let's go right on to it, uh, and we're going to go into the top five. Uh, do I do believe we should maybe start with uh, ladies before gentlemen? AJ, do you agree? Uh, I have no objections whatsoever. Absolutely. So, 
Uh, that would mean Sarah Marie, please give us your top five Kentucky Derby selections. Oh, well, my Kentucky Derby top five, I'm going to start with Concert Tour. I think this horse is great. My number two, like the king. Okay, can we can we back up real quick? Um, so no, it's never rude to interrupt the lady, Rand. Thank oh. you, AJ. Sorry about that. Um, number two, I do like like the king. I thought his performance this weekend was very very well. He won the Jeff Ruby Stakes. And um, my number three, essential quality. That's another great horse. Number four. Medina Spirit, that horse runs really fast. And number five, which I think is going to be a really strong contender, and I do like the name of this horse. It's called Midnight Bourbon, and I think this horse is actually named for the Kentucky region. I think Bourbon's a great name. Those are my top five derby horses. I think they're all going to perform very well come Kentucky Derby Day. Okay. Well, what a great, great pick from you, Sarah. You can go back to the kitchen now. No longer needed. (laughs) Um, Yes, uh, I I noticed you went for the concert tour. Um, Not shocking because, you know, you love to go on (laughs) concert tours. uh, (laughs) Women love their concerts, don't they? Yes, they do. do. (laughs) I'm a huge Bob Baffert fan. I think he's just the greatest. And after last year, I think it's very hard to root for someone like him. Yeah. Hard not to root for someone like him. Yeah, I didn't understand that. But okay, you classic woman from New England, right? (laughs) Am I right? All right. Uh, Fantastic. So we have your five. You made very good cases for all those horses. Great job. Thank you. Yeah. So, so AJ, I don't know how you're going to follow up with, from that great analysis of horses, AJ, from Sarah Marie. And um, you can follow her on her Twitter and her Instagram. That's cute. If you want. AJ, let's go on to you. Well, thank you, Rand, uh, for coming on. And uh, look, if we're talking about a Derby top five, then um, I 100% have to think essential quality. The undefeated three-year-old Colt uh, has got to be my favorite right now, having won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and then coming back with a massive win over Spielberg and Jackie's Warrior in the Southwest Stakes. Uh, Essential quality is easily my favorite, no doubt. Uh, The undefeated Colt coming into that race I think it is not going to miss a beat and, and and win the Kentucky Derby pretty soundly. Uh, hopefully we'll see him in the bluegrass here in maybe a week's time. Uh, if not, does not matter. I don't, he doesn't need another, another prep race. He's easily the Kentucky Derby favorite and by far uh, my favorite. Another one, um, Hot Rod Charlie. All right, Charlie, just coming off a big win just a couple weeks ago, uh, really surged his name onto the uh, Kentucky Derby prep race leaderboard. Um, No real need for explanation there. Uh, Another one that I'm going to put in in my personal 
um, top five as of right now. Uh, Midnight Bourbon, just because obviously bourbon has been a big help to this show, period. So uh, if there's one thing we've talked about, it's the legitimacy of how great alcohol is. So Midnight Bourbon, my number three right now. Outside of that, um, obviously Medina Spirit, who put up a massive performance last time in the uh, San Felipe. Life is good, currently out um, of the Kentucky Derby Trail. Right now, Medina Spirit coming off that R.B. Lewis win over Hot Rod Charlie. Might keep that in mind, obviously. That's how much I think of Hot Rod Charlie. Medina Spirit beat this horse just a couple times ago. Uh, times out ago in that Robert B. Lewis grade three. And right now I think Medina spirit having only lost really two. life is good in two trips and life is good off the trippy trail. I think Medina spirit's a great horse to bet on right now. And then to finish it out, obviously concert tour, um, had some major setbacks. We know this, but, then again, um, this is a horse of the great uh, Double B. And, well, look, any horse Bob Baffert's training, you can never count out. So I'm going to go with a concert tour out of Bob Baffert after that. And just, yeah, yeah, that's my number five there, Rand. All right. Fantastic. And that was a great breakdown, AJ, I have to say. Fantastic. I do like your choices a lot. I'm, I'm very pleased to know that we're both on the same page with a lot of our horses. I thank you, Sarah. It means absolutely nothing um, having you as a woman uh, say that my picks are good, but thanks. Why, thank you. And make sure to check me out on Instagram at Clowns Triple. Oh, and Twitter. We're on Twitter quite a bit, too. All right. Fantastic. Plugging Twitter and misogyny in the same sentence. I love it. Well, her Twitter is filled with awesome bikini pictures, so obviously I'm all over that. <laughs> Fantastic. This is going everywhere fast. I like to show my, the best sides of me. All right. So make sure and you, you do, sweetheart. Oh, why, thank you, AJ. You are just too kind. All right. Can I get on to my pics? Please. Oh, please, Rand. We would love to hear what you have to say about the Kentucky Derby top five. Yes, that's right. It is. Yeah, give us that top five. Kentucky Derby top five. I'm going to go with the number one, which AJ gave, was essential quality. Nothing wrong with this horse, four for four. Although the juvenile winner has not come back and been impressive, usually. So I'm going to go against that trend a little bit, giving him the one seed. Well, maybe they don't come back to win it because they're a little bit too juvenile. Am I right? <laughs> good one. Too, too funny. <laughs> good one. I appreciate your humor. Yes. It's perfect. All right. So I'm going to go to number two, but here's my thing. This is a two or a three, because you know me, can't make up my mind, but I'm going to, you know, who's going to make up my mind for me? And that's going to be Joel Rosario. Because whoever Joel Rosario picks out of these two horses is going to be number two. And the other one's going to be number three. And when I say that, I'm obviously talking about Concert Tour and Hot Rod Charlie. 
I think most people out there, AJ included, and I don't know what Sarah thinks, and I'm sure she'll maybe tell us, but you would have to agree that Joel is probably going to stay on concert tour, but I don't know. The way they talked after that race with Hot Rod Charlie, the owners and everything, if Joel Rosario picks to be on Hot Rod Charlie, who his last time out had a good ride, which he didn't have before against Medina Spirit, won impressively. And I mean, I, who wouldn't want to have a hot rod, am I right? Yeah, a hot rod is faster than a concert tour. That's great. It certainly is. Time when you're on tour, you know, because you go for a year. Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to go with, that's going to be my flip-flop of two and three are those two horses. The next one I'm going to pick is soup and sandwich. That's right, and it's not just because I'm hungry right now. Oh, oh, everyone knows you can't keep to a diet. <laughs> this is true. Um, yes, but Superman Sandwich impressed me this weekend, this past weekend, in how he ran. He jumped up in class and went in a distance. And I also think there was something in that stretch there that that horse got freaked out a little bit because the horse came in, went out, and everything like that. Superman Sandwich ran a really, really good race for the first time going that distance can go to the lead as well, which we all know in the Kentucky Derby is very, very important to get near that lead because there is 20 horses in that race usually. It is important to get some soup early. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, because AJ's been in the line before. You got to get to the front uh, of that line. I've been homeless and have to wait in line at a soup kitchen. I have. Oh, AJ, I'm so sorry to hear that. He's kidding. Oh. No, I'm not. <laughs> Anyway, Hashtag I'll funny. move on to my last one. And what would it be without Randy going out on a limb? I did this last year. Classic all Randall Johnson, am I right? It's G. Randall, but it's okay if you're all Randall at this time, AJ. Um, yes, uh, yes, classic G. Randall Johnson. Absolutely. I'm going to know the horse by the name of Prevalence, who is two for two impressively, but Definitely has it run in the class. It might go to the wood, might go to, I don't know what the other ones are, quite honestly. I'd have to look it up uh, right now, but might go in another race and we'll see what that horse does there. And it's just because I really can't bet on these other horses at this point. So I threw in one of these horses that maybe has a shot for everybody out there that wants to take a bit of a flyer on it. You got it now. G. Randall Johnson gave it to you prevalent as is your prevalence for alcoholism. Am I right? We won't talk about that right now, AJ. And uh... I really liked your top five for the Kentucky Derby. You chose some really good horses that I think will run very well come Kentucky Derby day. Now, I really like... Oh, my gosh. Get a room. Am I right? I like that we all three have concert tour. And essential quality. And essential quality. Those are very nice horses. I think they perform very well on the dirt track. Fantastic. Always great insight from Sarah Marie. Uh, and, um, and so that's it. That is our pick five for the Kentucky Derby. And make sure to check out my Twitter and my Instagram. I'll be posting my Kentucky Derby top fives throughout the entire month until leading up to the Kentucky Derby day. So you don't forget which ones I'm picking for the race. But you're just looking for a bikini picks. Am I right? Oh, okay. This is been... winning though. Make sure to check them out. Well, that was fun. Hashtag bikini winning. Am I right? Oh, 
AJ, I do appreciate your commentary for my Instagram page. I'm glad you're a big fan and I'm, I'm just very happy I can provide some entertainment for those out there. But besides those amazing photos I have, okay. make sure to check out my derby top five. Okay. All right. We're going to move on from this, guys, because I, I, I see the red light coming on and they're playing the music. And so we have to go. So for everybody out there, that was fun. And that is us at the Triple Clowns. That's that was way too much for clowns. Am I right? Oh, yeah. The Triple Clowns. You can hit that like, subscribe button, comment. Probably never talk to us again. I totally Knock my mo- notification bell. Am I right? Oh, yeah. yes. For us. And make sure you follow me on Instagram. We will see you later. Thank you, guys. You've been perfectly fantastic. Thank you. See you later, everyone. Everybody. Triple Clowns is a production of the team at Big Umbrella. Rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Send us your questions at tripleclowns at gmail.com and you may be featured on a future episode. Follow us on social media at Clowns Triple on Twitter and Instagram and follow me, AJ Ryder, at Troy McLean WWE on Twitter. Like and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. All right, guys, for AJ Ryder, I'm out of here. See you later, everybody.